Every family's making changes and sacrifices to make life during coronavirus work. What decisions have you made and how have you gotten there? We've had those conversations as a family. And today in this special episode, my wife Terry and daughter Naomi are gonna join us. And we're gonna share with you why we've decided to stay safe at home. Becoming better parents, partners, and people, this is the Positively Dad Podcast. Thanks for joining us on Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw, I'm your host, I'm a dad. My wife Terry and I have an eight-year-old second grader, her name is Naomi, and I'm excited that you're with us. I started Positively Dad to be a resource to you to help you grow and get better, and I think we're doing that. And our conversations over the last few weeks have focused on everything going on with COVID-19 and how we as families can cope. And we're gonna continue that conversation today. And so we're gonna start with a look at just how we've done things as a family. And it's been kind of an evolving um, process. We've, we've made changes and, and kind of changed our thinking around it throughout the last couple of weeks. And I just thought it'd be fun to walk through a little bit of that because I know you as a family are likely doing the same thing. So Terry's with me. Hi. Hi. How are you? Great. Okay, so we're going to talk for a little bit, and then we'll bring Naomi in and talk a little bit with her as well, because we've been pretty open with her about everything. Yes. And I think our thoughts around this have really changed over the last couple of weeks. Would you agree with that? Yes. We've, um, I guess I guess we're taking it more seriously. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, how did we get there? Well, all of it kind of started when we were a week out of spring break and we were deciding what our plans would be. And so every day it kind of changed. And then before uh, spring break started, I was 100% on board with we can't go anywhere. And I think it took you an extra day mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah. And um, we just decided together, all right, we'll hold back and we'll wait for this trip and that changed into a different trip and a different trip. And then it changed into, you know what, we need to stay home. And looking back, that was obviously the only answer, the right answer at the time. It was kind of, you know, well, it was kind of open. We could, um, but kind of, it would be a risk or stay here. And I mean, now we're a hundred percent. We're home. Home. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because that I think back on that just a couple, just over two weeks ago now, really. Mm-hmm. And so we were supposed to go to London for spring break, and we go, okay, that's probably not going to happen. Now, even though like right up to the end, we were making changes on how we were going to get there and what we were going to do and how it was going to work, and then we decided to pull the plug, and we said, let's go to Cancun. That's easy. We can take a nonstop flight from Tampa, so we cut out connections, and, and that'll be fine. We're going to be at a resort. We can spread out. It's social distancing fine and then like the next day we go no that's not a good idea and so then we said we'll go to this place down near fort myers we can again pool spread out and then yeah we're not going to do that either and then even still though here like we would still do stuff in town we you know we went to a uh, our favorite one of our favorite restaurants we did some things and then it was like i remember that was a saturday and sunday morning we woke up and go yeah that's gotta stop yeah that was two weeks ago Mm -hmm. today yeah and so I don't, I, I don't know if we just kind of figured it out or what. And even in the last week, we've made changes. So I, um, I don't know. How do you think we got there? Because I feel like there's a lot of people who haven't gotten there yet. And, you know, maybe they should. Oh, yeah. People still hanging out with friends or going in other people's houses. 
yeah, I mean, everything that we've seen on it just says stay put. So we are just, I mean, I'm perfectly content here. I don't know about you, but I am perfectly happy at home. That's my introvert uh, coming out in me. This is like a gift to all the introverts on the planet. Is (laughs) there now required by the government to stay at home? Yeah, I'm like, oh, no problem. (laughs) Um, But we've done all sorts of fun things and then like virtually stay in touch with friends. So to me, it hasn't been that bad. Um, I, you know, speaking from someone who's not affected by the virus, I mean, our hearts go out to anyone who is sick. Um, but we're just doing our best to, uh, not spread anything if we have anything and, uh, you know, just stay put. Yeah, I think it's less about are we going to get sick and more about do we get something, not realize it, and pass it on to other people. Like we haven't had my mom over, mm-hmm. right? My mom lives at two miles from here. She's dropped something off the other day, and she literally walked it up to the door, sat it down, ran the door, rang the doorbell, and then ran to her car, and we talked to her like as she was in the driveway. Right. So, and then, you know, like my mom is... <laughs> right. Yeah, my mom's 60-something years old, right? So we don't need to hang out with her if we got something or whatever. I think we have to be honest about something in this conversation, and that is that we do have it pretty easy, that you already worked from home, Yes. that I was home three weekdays a week anyway. I was traveling. I'd leave Sunday usually, be gone all day Monday, all day Tuesday, get home late Tuesday night. Then I was already home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we had flexibility in that. My travel's been pulled, so I'm not going anywhere. And we're parents of an only. So I think we, we have to acknowledge that we probably have it easier then maybe a lot of moms or dads who are listening right now. Um, you know, I think about our friends five doors down. Uh, they both work full time. They've got three kids. There's a lot going on. We were talking about a family we know that has five mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to recognize we have it easy, uh, a little bit easier. And uh, and yet still, this can be a burden on families. Yeah, I actually thought it would be harder for Naomi to um, not be able to see her friends, especially the ones in the neighborhood. Um, And to be honest, she's had only two moments where she kind of broke down. One was where uh, the first time our neighbor came over and rang the doorbell and wanted to play. And Naomi was sitting on the stairs and we were like, I'm sorry, we, you know, we can't. That was two weeks ago, I Uh think, maybe on that Sunday. Um, And she... She understood it, but yet it was still, you know, made her very sad. And then the second moment was when she found out we weren't going to the resort with the pool. Um, So those were her two breakdown moments. Otherwise, she's just rolled with it. Well, and we're going to talk to her about it. I love getting her thoughts. She'll be very honest. She might be a little bit goofy as well. And yet she'll tell you the truth about what she's thinking. What I have learned about our eight-year-old is that she is resilient and can just roll with it. And and find some joy in this, too. In fact, I wonder that when she goes back to school, whether that's sometime this school year, most likely in the fall to go back, you know, for third grade, if that's going to be hard for her because she's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, tell, tell uh, people about the what changes maybe you even have had to do just to balance work, mom, being in school, you know, all that kind of stuff. What's been different for you? Well, let's see. Before this, it was Naomi went to school, and um, the whole time she was in school, I was working. And so now that she's home, but we need to be more involved in her 
day to day and, you know, like moving from one activity to another, I have just kind of turned my work day into two hour chunks. And so I'll get up early and work for two hours and then take a break when she gets up, you know, get her started for the day, do an activity or two, and then you will just jump in and take over and then I'll go back to work and then work a couple hours, take a break for lunch, go back. So it's still evolving, but that's kind of worked for me this past week as we've figured it all out. And it may change this week because she starts um, her more virtual school with her teacher this week. So we'll see how that goes. I know you've talked to a lot of your friends and girlfriends about how they're making it work, either your coworkers or just friends in general. What have what are they sharing with you that you think is helpful? I think everyone is just working to keep things as normal for the kids as possible. And one thing that really has stuck out to me is, you know, aside from school, just people talking about how much they're enjoying spending time with their kids. And I would absolutely echo that. Um, just without the pressures of having to go, go, go. And... It's amazing when you don't have to, okay, get on your shoes, do this, do this, do this. It just, it makes you more, it, me, a just more calm person. You can just handle stuff better. Um, so that's been kind of a nice thing. And one of my friends did mention that the other day. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, it totally is different and it's evolving. And I think as a community of parents, we can learn from each other. And, um, and so I guess what would the, but I want to bring Naomi in in a minute to get her thoughts Based on the process we've gone through in the last couple of weeks, which is almost a 180 completely of we were just going to life is normal and we're not worried about getting it and, you know, we're young and healthy and so we're not worried about it to realizing that that's not really what all this is about. This is not about you and me and whether or not we're going to stay healthy. It's about you and me getting it and passing it on to somebody else who maybe isn't as healthy or isn't as young, right? Right. So I think we had that change in mindset where we kind of figure that out. So what would your advice be to the parents based on kind of what we've done over the last couple of weeks and how we've evolved in our view of this whole ordeal? Well, I think when you look at how this affects the entire country and how long this will go, <laughs> um, I guess to me, it's like, why not act now and do your part to hopefully make this go by faster so we're not still sitting here having the same conversation in October. Um, so I don't, to me, it just seems kind of like, okay, we can do this. We can make changes. We can, you know, it's super sad. We're very social people. Yes. Very social. We hang out with friends a lot and we do a lot of different things with different people all the time. Travel, yep. eat out. Like right. that's kind of our world. So this is definitely, it's rocked more of James's world than mine because we would have a normal Saturday and he's like, we can't sit here. Where, where, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just sitting here working on a puzzle. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just get creative, I guess. That would be my advice. Yeah, Zoom on Tuesdays. We're doing Zoom trivia with some friends on Tuesdays. The cool thing about that is it's opened up to other people, like people that we wouldn't play with. This Tuesday, mm -hmm. we're going to have friends from Oklahoma playing. We're going to have friends from Southwest Florida playing, mm -hmm. meeting people who would never have met each other. That's kind of cool. And um, Naomi's been doing her dance from my office on Zoom, so she's still seeing all her dance girlfriends and doing stuff. And you, you, you had a, like half of your family had a thing yesterday, and those aren't family members you talk to all the time. Correct. And I've kind of, like... Um, 
there are a group of five of us girls from college that have we've tried to get together once you know every couple years and we'll go to either you know dc or nashville wherever because we all live all over and we've kind of fallen out of touch honestly in the last year and it's amazing we all jumped on marco polo independently not even you know like coordinating it and then one of the girls just started a group chat with the five of us and we've been sending messages back and forth constantly for three days and it's been so much fun and it's it's even a way to rekindle those friendships that you know you didn't even know had kind of i guess gone by the wayside so um, that's been fun. And, uh, yeah, our family zoom. And I was already thinking like, you know, when we have our normal Thanksgiving get togethers, we missed it this past year. And I felt so sad. We missed out on it. Like, why couldn't we do a zoom with them once in a while and, you know, just have a family hangout. So. I agree. I agree. And another cute thing yesterday was, uh, my mom called and she didn't want to talk to you or me, mm-hmm. right? She wanted to talk to Naomi. And they probably talked, and, and you know how little kids are on the phone. They talk for, my mom said, could I talk to her for 30 to 45 seconds? Because that's how long our conversations <laughs> are. That's what she asked me. And they probably talked for, well, they talked to each other twice, and I bet 10 minutes total. Yeah, she took the phone upstairs and sat mm-hmm. in her bedroom and chatted. Yeah, kind of fun. which is really, really sweet. Because we have made the decision that it's our family unit of three. Like, we're not expanding beyond that. Correct. So we're not, and I know that that's not possible and practical for every person. It's just we're not going to – we don't know where every other person has been and what's gone on, and so that's the decision we've made. And um, and yet there are some sweet moments coming out of it too. Absolutely. All right, should we bring the kid in? Sure. All right, let's do it. Hey, kiddo. How are you? I'm good. So Mommy and I have been talking a lot about how our life has changed over the last two weeks. What are your thoughts on it? How has it changed for you? Because I usually have, like, normal school, but now I'm just, like, having homeschool. What do you think of homeschool? It's fun. What do you like about it? That, um, it's just way funner because, um, it's just fun. In what way? So, like, because you said something to me the other day that I really liked, where you said you liked it because you get to see Mommy and Daddy more. That's true. You like that? Yeah. We like it, too. High five. There you go. Oh, we almost hit mama. There we go. That's awesome. Okay, so what do you want to say like to kids who maybe are sad about not seeing friends? Because you haven't, you know, been able to play with Claire, who's our friend across the street, and you haven't been able to go see like Jojo and Nolan who live down the street. So that's has that been hard? Yeah. So what would you say about that? So um you could like but like get a, if you have a tablet, a phone, or a computer, you could look at this website called Messenger Kids, and you can text to your friends. You're probably them. happy that we have this quarantine because now you get to play on your tablet more. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I can also talk with my friends. Yeah. So has it been sad, though, to like not go to Claire's house or not yeah. have JoJo over or something like that? Yeah, I go to Claire's house like every day. You used to, yeah. We'll get to do it again. Someday. Have you been talking to her? She isn't on it very much. So you've talked to some other friends? Yeah. And you've met some new people? Mm-hmm. Okay. What has been the hardest part about all this? The hardest part is um, the math sheet that you give me because, um, well, I get a lot of frustra- frustrated and I want to cry. Sometimes some of the work is tough, and not having Mrs. Riani 
here in our house has been made a little tougher. You get to start with her again, though, on Monday. Mm -hmm. So that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to add, Naomi? No. Okay. Um, is there anything that you want us to do that we haven't done yet? Well, um, there's something that I do want you guys to do. What's that? Let me do, like, the day one of the mashie, not both of the days in one day. Oh. oh, so half the yeah. lesson that we give Because that's what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> oh. So what she's talking about is the math sheet that we found from a resource that I learned about on a previous podcast is like, it's it's a day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Well, there's only like four questions. She's been doing day one and day two at a time. And then the next day she do day three and four. I see. Less work. No, it's because it's harder if I do both of them. Oh, okay. I'm with you. I get that. Yeah. Well, what's the last thing you want to say to all the people who are listening about how we're going to get through this coronavirus situation and how we as a family are making it work? What's the last thing you want to say? Um, we are like plaguing or, or watching something just to get our mind off of it. And it's a lot more fun if you don't know what's happening. <laughs> awesome. That's Thanks, kid. Advice. All right. We'll see you around. Bye. Bye. See, we're lucky, Mommy. Yes. So, um, thoughts on what Naomi said? I mean, she's just handling this like a champ. I love it. I mean, I honestly, I thought, again, the friend thing would be harder, but she's really loved Messenger Kids because she can um, send videos, send voice messages, um, text. She's had more practice doing the keyboard on the computer and the tablet than any other time that I can think of. Um, so she's just kind of taking it and rolling with it. So I'm very proud of her. It's allowing her to learn new stuff, too. Because, like, for example, she is doing this uh, French lesson every day. She's done six French lessons. Quite frankly, she can spell better in French already than she can in English. True story. And, um, and that's been fun, too. She's spending 10 minutes a day, and she's, like, legitimately asking to sit down and do that. Mm -hmm. And if this had never come up, we would have never even looked at that as a resource for her. Right. So um, I think the lesson for me, at least in our small, tiny, little bubble... Mm -hmm. is that our kids are more resilient and able to just roll with things than maybe we thought. Or than we are. Or than sometimes. we are. Yeah. Well, she's not complaining. Right. No, she's not complaining. I, I can't think of a complaint that she's had in the last couple of weeks other than like, well, I don't want to read right now. Can I do this right now? Like there hasn't been complaining. I think she's just genuinely happy to spend time with us. I think that's the gift of this. Yeah. I think that's the gift. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I work in the real estate business, and the thing I've been doing to occupy most of my time is leading a morning call with real estate agents from all over the world, quite frankly, to help kind of get them motivated and moving forward because their world's changing too. And the book I'm using is a book called Shift, and you could read it. doesn't matter what industry you're in. You could read the book. And in the very back, I want to say it's like page 274, Gary says, Gary Keller is the author of the book, and Gary Keller says that there is always a gift in a shift and that we may not know what it is until it's over. And I think the gift that we've gotten here is we are getting the gift of time that later on our kids will look back and they'll go, gosh, remember that whole spring that we were just together and how great that was? Mm -hmm. Where right now we're all you know, look, my pay is going down, right? Our income's going to go down as a family because of it. There's uncertainties around. There's inconveniences. I think, though, when we look back, 
will actually be more grateful for the time without any disrespect to those who are suffering and experiencing the virus and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't mean anything ill to them. I'm just saying for our family unit, I think we'll appreciate this time. For sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for being on the podcast second time. Oh, thanks for having me. My pleasure. I trust you got some value out of that. My goal was just to give you the perspective of what we as a family are doing, what our conversations are like, because you're probably having them. For us, it's been quite simple over the last couple of weeks as we've kind of transitioned our thinking, and that is we are staying in our bubble. It's the three of us. We're not letting really anybody in that bubble. And that is really, quite frankly, over the last five or six days that, that, that we are just not expanding outside of this bubble. And, and my thought is, if that's at all possible for you, if there is any way you can make that work, then do it. Do it. And that, I know it's hard. It, it includes grandparents. It includes your best friends. It includes your neighbors. I saw a post the other day of, of people who'd gone to a parking lot and they had their their cars kind of separated by 10 or 12 feet with the doors open and they're sitting in the back there just socializing. And, and while I love the idea of that, then I read this article that goes, that's not social distancing. It's just stay at home. Stay safe at home. Allow this to pass and then we'll be good. Now, I have given you some resources to help because I know that this is hard. There is no doubt it's hard. It's been hard on our family, and we already had some advantages that not everybody has. We already had my wife who works at home. I'm, you know, I'm home three days a week, and, and my daughter, uh, we're parents of an only, and she's eight. Like, so I understand that it's not the same for everybody. So my goal has been to help you. So if you go to PositivelyDad.com or wherever it is that you're looking at resources, I have, not including this one, three other podcast episodes that are there to help you. One of them is The Kids Are Home, So Now What? And that's to help you kind of deal with the school cancellations and what to do. Then I talked with uh, Dr. Rebecca Schrag-Hirschberg on parenting and how to just truly get through this situation, how to talk to your kids about it and all that kind of stuff, so how to parent during COVID-19. And then last week, I talked with a former uh, lower elementary teacher, Jessica Gentry, about really how you should expect for your homeschool situation to, to look. So my goal is over the next few weeks just to, again, provide you some more resources to help you get through this. And I'd love to connect with you too. I'd love to hear what you're doing, how you're making it work. If you're a dad, I'd love to have you on and do an episode with you about what you're you know, doing for your family and, and how you're getting through this together. So if you would connect with me, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search at Positively Dad. You can also send me an email, james at positivelydad.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the episode, would you let people know, share it with them, uh, rate, subscribe, and review on whatever platform you're listening. We'd love to be able to continue to get this Positively Dad message out and just know that there is light at the end of this tunnel. It will show up. We will get through it. We, we, we will uh, see an end to this someday. And the sooner that we realize that we've just got to park it at home, the sooner we'll get out on the other side. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time on Positively Dad. Bye-bye.